This is Strange Assembly, episode 87, The Desolation of Hoth. Well, the first force pack for the Star Wars Living Card Game from Fantasy Flight Games is now out. It is the Desolation of Hoth, the first part of a six-pack cycle, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that it was called the Desolation of Hoth for a reason. What do you think, guys? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how they pick the name, Dartboard. <laughs> well, that was uh, the, the, the bad Dartboard jokes were coming from Jay Earl. The other gentleman on the line with me is Mike Cook. I am Chris Stevenson, and we are, as always, Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast, card games, board games, RPGs, although I guess we haven't been talking about RPGs that much lately, but I swear we're going to play Rise of the Rune Lords eventually or edge of the empire will come out and then mike has said he's going to run some of it so we're going to make him yeah uh, although he hasn't gotten around to running the beginner game yet so i and i've also got fate core on the way or i guess i technically have fate core why do i do these things to us <laughs> and there's the campaign that's in the uh the legend of the five rings second city box set i've i've determined that it's really hard to keep up rpgs and all the other stuff, because unless you just commit yourself to doing one-shots, which maybe we should just do. Maybe we should just mm-hmm. say, like, you know what? I mean, if I if I can pay $50 for a board game to play it several times in one day and then have it go back on the shelf for months, I maybe we should you just be like, we're going to bust out the the beginner game, we're going to play it that one time, and, and then we're going to be done with it. Or, or we don't have to if we don't like it, done if we it, like it. But, but like... That we can play an R- we can play an RPG without feeling obliged to commit ourselves to a massive campaign, right? Because a one shot that's one thing, but even Rise of the Rune Lords, like even if we could actually knock that off in six sessions, it just seems so hard to do the sort of experience where you, you know, on six weekends in a row, we squeeze that in in addition to everything else because there's just no way we're gonna. But right, and it's, it's things like, I would be free like on Sundays now, but since you already come up on Saturdays, a lot of times I'm sure you don't really have the time to also do something on Sunday. Well, it would have to be on Sunday, and I I would compel everyone to come down here, I think is what it would have to be. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're coming up on Saturday, that's coming down on Sunday. It doesn't yeah. seem like it would be that big of a yeah. thing. Yeah, no, no, that that is when it would be. And I've been thinking about this more lately. Maybe it was... Oh! Because... Plus, that, that way Ben can play a rogue. <laughs> He's a, yes, you're a halfling rogue. Ha ha ha. Oh, you who said anything about halflings? That's sizest, Chris. Yes, have <laughs> you seen him? He's two and a half. He's like three feet tall. That's, that's about right. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, we were going to be talking about the Desolation of Hoth, not Allegedly. organizing our, our Pathfinder campaign. Which I really want to do, because it's still sitting there like I bought the NPC decks and the item decks, and I have all the adventure pawns, and... I, I'm totally down for this, and I will do it. However, it is still Pathfinder. Yes. <laughs> but I really liked D&D 3.5. I understand that, and this is 3.75, I understand it's not a a perfect, perfect system, but I like it. 
So yeah, yes. I mean, I understand we're not necessarily getting some, you know, brand new, completely different gaming experience. But well, yes, like I said, later. So the Desolation yeah. of Hoth. We'll just take the objective sets in order. So I would say that the first objective set, a message from beyond the Jedi, is possibly the most immediately useful objective set and also comes for the faction that lead, needed the least help. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's the least... It's the most easy to drop in right now just because, like, every single other one cares about Hoth and we don't have enough Hoth. Yeah, so the... Right, I mean, your your Jedi deck, which is, I think, is just definitely better than Rebels right now. I mean, the questions are... You know, do you bother with putting Han into, which you probably should? Oh, you should. He's <laughs> stupid. Uh, and so you have to fit this in somewhere. So you have some sort of spot because you, I mean, right? The Jedi deck is basically okay. I've got the Luke set, and I've got the Ben set, and I've got the Yoda set, and my game plan is to get one of my six copies of those guys out and smashing your face. Really? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Deck. And so then your existing objective set to go along with that is probably the next one you go with is the one that has Return of, the, of a Jedi in it. <laughs> so you can bring one of your Ubers back from the discard pile. And then the message from beyond basically is giving you another variant of that because the, the power card from this objective set is that each set gives you two copies of Old Ben's Spirit, the one cost, or free, if you have the ridiculously good objective out that makes your enhancements cost one left. And it gives you Yoda. Mm. Yes. It's a one-cost enhancement. You throw it on one of your characters, presumably one of your Jedi tanks, and now the first time that the Sith player force lightnings him or whatever, it just blows up the enhancement instead of your character. So... You could have just five objective sets and be honed to I do nothing but play my tanks and bring them back. You can. I don't like. I'm not actually playing that Return of the Jedi. I'm playing the other one that helps you with maintaining the Force. The one where the objective, when it's out, counts as Force towards the Force struggle, uh-huh. and also has the card. I, yeah. I, I feel like it's a viable option as a side option. I mean, the Jedi is mostly built, but there is still some wiggle room for how exactly you want to finish it no, off. No, no, and I think there is. And there's another Jedi objective set that I think is worth consideration if I'm... The re- shielding one. The shielding one. The one, yeah, it's got 3PO in it, and it's got the right blaster deflection, I think, is in that one. Well, when you read shielding, shielding is very strong. Yes. It, it's it's I, really, I, really good. I th- I think you could easily make a twenty objective Jedi deck. Oh yeah, there's so I, many good ones. Yeah, I I look at the rebels and I'm like, I have two objective sets I actually am willing to tolerate in my deck, and I look at the Jedi and I actually have like seven that I would, well, I, would I, well, and so, having in my deck. So so my personal opinion, uh, or at least in my experience, has been that the problem with the the alliance deck is that you don't have enough card draw to compensate for how many cards you're dropping. Yes. Uh, and, and the Jedi Drek has draw, but it doesn't drop that many things. I'm like, this seems opposite, because that's part of what the Imperials do well, is that they can also flood the board, but they actually have some card draw that helps you compensate. Yeah, although the best card draw is Sith. Who, so, 
Yeah, and so that's that to me seems to be the inherent problem with flood the board decks is that all the things being equal, I'd really rather drop one super unit and and a little guy or something like that, and then still have cards in hand to win the edge battle because that's really the problem with not having yeah. a bunch of cards in hand. But yep. But the the one rebel set in this is Hoth Operations, which I'm guessing will be amazing someday. Oh, in the yeah. not too distant future. This is what I was talking about when saying there's too much Hoth to care about, is you give me, like, one more solid Hoth with speeder objectives, and this this set becomes amazing. Yes. Having Edge on characters or units is amazing. Oh, yeah. And there's only one character with it right now. Yeah, right, Mon Mothma? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, the problem is that you're looking at, what, you have two copies of this objective, so you have a reasonable chance of of having one, but the, like you have to have this objective, and you have to have one of the speeders, and how many? I'm trying to, right, I don't right remember any. Are there any speeders in core? No. no. Right? I didn't. Okay, I didn't think there were. So you have. It's just the four you get. Yeah, and one of them is terrible. the The default snow speeder is just is bad, right? Because all the objective sets have a bad card. So, Rogue Three is good. Wedge is an enhancement, awesome. basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's you know he's a version of trust your feelings, the Jedi enhancement. The problem is that the good speeders and fighters are fewer and far between. You're like aiming for Rogue Five or sorry, Red Five or Rogue Three or something and and then the Hoth survival gear works on characters, not the speeders that you put in your deck. I like I said, I it's got two good cards in it. It's got a fate card, which I'm always happy to see. Yeah, I do like that they've brought back the, some of the already existent fate cards. This having target of opportunity one of the dark sides has twist of fate. Uh, yeah, the the Sith one has has twist of fate. Or I, I I really like that. I like yeah, the target of opportunity and twist of fate. The, okay, so this will probably replace this other thing to make this a little less painful. Will you know give this thing that you uh, that will replace what you had before? Or if you like both of them, run both of them, and now you've got way more copies of it. Honestly, I just a big reason that I like fate cards is because I know. I'm going to be throwing cards from my hand to the edge battle. So I like it that there are some quantity of cards in my deck that... Work with that. I mean, yeah, and they're twos. That's often one of the things that I, I like in an objective set is, is I want to be like, okay, what is the good card in, in the objective set? And what are the cards that I want to throw to the edge battle? If a card is good on the board... Obviously, it's still better if it's got lots of edge tokens, but if it's good on the board, I'm okay with it not having great edge tokens because I'm going to try to put it on the board anyway. If a card is weak on the board, I really would like it to have the two edge tokens. That could for me, which is, just to rewind, another reason why the Jedi objective, a mess, objective set for a message from beyond is really good because... The power card in the set, Old Ben's Spirit, it's only got one edge icon, but the other ones have three, have three, the other three have twos. The Weapon Mastery and Calm, both of which are okay, but not super exciting, and then it's also got a reprint fate card, Heat of Battle. So just, just very good. But yeah, the, the Hoth, I don't think for either 
deck can you actually build a Hoth deck? You can have a reasonable chance of having a Hoth objective out at the start of the game because just because you get to look at four and you can have three objectives, but but you've got to have that, and then you've got to have the guys who care about being in Hoth, and, and the neutral set does and, give and you And you a, have to hope your opponent doesn't realize that and target that immediately. Well, my opponent's probably got plenty of things to target, but yes, if you flip out a Hoth objective, you know that your opponent's got Hoth stuff. And that's the other thing, is that, and it depends on what the objective is, too. If my Hoth objective that actually flips up is Echo-based defense, none of the cards in Hoth operations care about being on Hoth. It's just that Hoth Operations cares about having speeders out and cares about having Hoth objectives. Now, Echo Base Defense is actually, this is the thing. If you want to talk about an objective set that could be just amazing once you've got a full Hoth things, if all of your objectives are Hoth objectives, Echo Base Defense will defend all of them from unopposed damage, which I think is a big deal. Right. Well, I mean, plus yeah. Sub-Zero Defenses becomes stupid amazing. Yes. Yes. It's fantastic. It, and and the Wilderness Fighters, I don't know if they ever get amazing. But they feel less <laughs> But they're <stupid>. less bad. <laughs> yeah. If you have a Hoth objective out, he's still bad. I. It reminds me what it's like the Stormtrooper Elite. Well, wait a minute. For a cost of three and a two damage potential, I want at least to have a printed. I guess the assumption is if you're playing with this objective set, you're always going to have a Hoth objective out, or and maybe two. So you're kind of treating them as saying blaster, blaster, and then two edge dependent. Right. Well, yeah, once you make the old Hoth deck and he becomes three for a blaster, 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 edge damage, edge damage, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, but again, it's very much awaiting, and I think, I don't remember if this is on an episode, but I know, Mike, you've mentioned that this is like, was it the Game of Thrones, the way that that LCG develops through its packs, rather than Netrunner, where you kind of have things introduced at the beginning of a force pack that really, or, or whatever their packs are. Right, well, yeah, no, it's, it's the same exact thing, it's, it's distributed in the same way right now. Well, yeah, but I don't know what they're called. Oh, they're, uh, I've got one right in front of me. Chapter packs. Okay. They're, they're chapter packs. But yeah, so, you know, they might introduce, say, maesters and chains in the first pack, but it won't be until third or fourth pack before you really have a, enough of a deck that you can integrate that and make it more of a theme if they want you to be able to do that. And that's, that's basically what's gonna happen here, it looks like. It's also kinda interesting because they didn't give Jedi a Hoth objective. There literally is only three Hoth objectives that you can control with the Alliance, so it's not even like you can do like a little bit of an, uh, not that you'd really want to with that yeah. objective set, but. And they did the same thing with the dark side. The Sith got a Hoth objective, and, and there's a unique neutral dark side objective set, but there's no Imperial Navy. You think there is, because there's one that's got Darth Vader walking in the snow, and it's got a picture of the battle. Well, it's got AT-ATs on it, anyway. And then it's got probe droids being depicted on Hoth, but it's not actually a Hoth objective. So there's the same thing on the dark side. The Sith objective set, 
feels like it has more potential on its own to me. Oh, definitely. And it has really good cards. The objective itself, I rarely want to use that ability, but okay, whatever. But Ice Tromper is not shabby. Oh, so Ice Tromper, it's two cost for two health with one damage and the uh, sacrifice this unit to, uh, to remove somebody from combat and deal one damage to it. That's pretty freaking good. The action is why it's pretty good, right? It's very much a, yes. I blow up my Ice Tromper and Ben, go home. Right. Yep. I mean, worst and case scenario damage is, to it. Yeah. Worst case scenario, it's pay two to send an attacker home and do a damage to them. Right. Well, and one, one uh, character damage and two health is still not bad for two. On top of the amazing ability. And you get two of these per, uh, for each one of those yeah. sets. Although the one the one downside I see to the objective is right. I mean you, okay, it, it's just a damage, which is always handy. But ideally, you use it, I think, on the light side character before they've had the chance to strike, which means they could just attack another objective with that guy as well. I mean, they may not want to, it may not work out, but they still have that option, right? Uh, yes. So I don't know. Fear just seems handy. Oh, what's that? You want to leave Yoda home to be the Force Monkey? No, you don't. Yeah, fear just seems good. And then, if you've actually got your Hoth objective out, the desolation of Hoth is nuts. Mm. Oh, um, yes. Sorry, I, I was thinking about... Uh, go, sorry to go back to Ice Trumper real quick. The other thing is, because it's an action... You can do it after they declare attackers. So if they send two guys in, you can sack Ice Tromper to send one of them home and then send with like defend with a big guy. Yeah, that's good to do with Ice Tromper because it means that you can pop it and you don't have to worry about winning the edge battle. Even if you don't want to defend, they could just you could have an objective that they're trying to finish off. Finish off and you can just send the guy home or they've got right some enhancement-laden thing. Like, it still has the problem of you could turn around and just attack another objective, but especially if, if that was the objective they needed to finish off the the win. But but the Desolation of Hot... I look at this, and I'm like, am I misreading something? This lets me peel four, three or four damage off of my objective and kill your Jedi? What? Yeah, because it costs three. Well, it costs three, and that means you have three or four damage on the objective. And it can only be played during your own turn. Yes, or else you could play it in the middle of a battle. Right, or or you could let four damage get put on, then he declares somebody as an attacker. Oh, no, that person's actually dead, and this thing, you, all this damage you did is gone. Yeah, which is interesting. So, it's kind of weird, but if you are the light side, and you see... The Hoth objectives come up, you actually want to not attack them. Well, you want to finish them. You don't want to leave a pile of damage there if you can help it. So yes, you have to to get the maximum value out of it. You have to let your objective get slammed, but wouldn't this be good if it just said deal two damage on an objective, deal two damage to a guy? Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's still worth playing. I love what what is the force choke. So, I mean, just one damage, and granted, that's free, but just 
throwing damage around is huge, and most most people will die off of two. So if yes. your off objective just has two damage on it, this could be three kill a guy, heal your objective. Hell, Han only has two. Yeah. Yeah. So the Desolation of Hoth is great. Yeah, and even if you can't afford it, it's got three edge icons on it. So. Yep. Uh, and you've got another twist of fate, so that's not bad. Now, the Imperial objective is Lord Vader's command, so this is one that they definitely want to get damage on right away, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I get what it's supposed to be doing, but I... This Vader is just not as scary as the other one. No, I don't think so right now. Again, the problem with Navy is Navy keeps wanting to be attacked when the dark side generally is a more defensive plan. Plus, you you run into the issue with Vader specifically that his ability is swarmy, but at a five cost, he's yeah. the only thing you're dropping that turn, probably. Yeah. And you, you only get two of them. And you really need, you have to have some kind of uh, resource enhancement to even play him at all. Right. Yeah. Speaking of, the calm officer. Well, I, I do like Vader better than the enhancement that just gives all my guys a blast yeah. icon, because at least he comes with the body. And he gives them, and he gives them the blast damage, which, oh, well, you're, you're saying that still is a good objective. Although, I guess he only costs one more for a pretty beefy body for it. Yes. But, but he has to be attacking. Yeah, he has to be in the attack, but. The thing is, with the objective, not the objective, but the enhancement in, in Mahdi's objective set, I, I almost never end up playing that because it's very hard to spend four to drop an enhancement on the board. Again, it's the problem of that is a great card for a swarm deck, but because it costs four, that's basically your entire turn on that one card. You're not swarming anymore. Yeah, I have to already have a swarm out, and now I'm putting something down that means I just need to swarm attack again, and I'm not going to have any defense. I would almost always just rather drop more units. Right. That was actually why I briefly and foolishly, I got tired of seeing that in my hand, and so I put Tarkin into my my Sith deck instead of Mahdi, and now I've I've changed back. I, I like Mahdi's objective set better, because Mahdi is a ridiculous... Well, yeah, but with Tarkins, you get to nuke things from orbit. Yes. The other problem with Tarkin, quote-unquote problem with Tarkin, is that Tarkin's objective set is an amazing Imperial objective set, because if you are, I know I know, the dark side can win just by defending, but if you are playing an Imperial Navy deck, that faction is supposed to be attacking and blowing up objectives. Oh, blatantly, yes. And so all of a sudden, unlike in the Sith, if you're playing him in a Sith deck where it doesn't matter that much, Tarkin's text where he reduces the damage threshold of objectives is much more important, and the super laser is much better. Yes. But yeah, you have communication officer who's amazingly yawn-worthy, I think. I just... I, I mean, he's not amazingly yawn. That's an exaggeration. I... I'm not nearly as excited by the guys where I have to pay that much to get them down in the first place, and then really to make them better than the just one-for-ones, I need to be sucking two out of them, so I have to pay for him now and then not use him until later. And Right, yes, the one-for-ones are significantly better, but at the same time, 
having major resource generation for later turns is still pretty good. Yeah. There's a two-for card in this, Probe Droid. Probe Droid is really good. Really? I think so. For, if, for a faction that wants to attack? Yeah, if you're on the offensive, it's pretty good, because it's basically your opponent has to deal with it. But your opponent doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah, I guess they don't really. Now, now that I'm looking closer. Yeah, if, if he had a blast instead of a blaster... I don't know. The Sith objective set has sack a unit built into it, but right. I don't think you're combining that with this no. one. You may be at a future point in time, but yeah, the, right. the problem is I mean it's okay. Yes, the probe droid. Let's say he's an event. Would I pay an event that just says two deal one damage to an objective? And how excited about that would I be? No, but uh, well, what I'm saying is, especially if you had something like. The thing that, uh, you know, everybody gets a, a blast damage. He goes, he swings, he puts a damage on there, he puts another damage on there because it's undefended, then you sack him to do something else and put another damage on. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna disagree now that I'm thinking about it. I think he's best as your defender. Cause, oh I mean, yeah, that, I feel, that works too. I, I feel like Navy has some defense issues, and so he becomes a great defender of, okay, I'm gonna shove him in your way, so now you actually have to work to get the edge. If you don't take the edge from me, I'm going to shoot someone with his blaster. And presumably you're going to shoot him, and he, when he dies, he does some damage on yeah. offense anyway. So, Well, you're going to see the Navy theme of sacking people to do damage to somebody else. I, I think you're going to see more of that as the packs go on. Yeah, I guess I, I wish he was a little bit... He's horrifically bad, except for his ability. Right. I, I really wish he cost one or... Maybe had an edge-dependent uh, blast damage or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know at what point he'd be too good or something, but he's... And right, he's not supposed to be the impressive card in the set. You've got Vader's the awesome one, Communication Officer's a resource, and Imperial Suppression is... Amazing. ...good, so... Yeah. Anything that lets you cancel is, right. is good. And unlike the Jedi one, this is free, so you don't have to keep a resource open just on the off chance they play the super laser this turn. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get it again, but whatever. I mean, who cares? That's not really that big a deal. No. Because you just drop to fill your hand anyway. So that's... I actually feel like that's the best card in the objective set. That and the objective itself. <laughs> Imperial Suppression? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, all right. So... Okay, then there is the, just like for the light side, the dark side gets the one neutral, unique, Hoth, keyworded objective set. This one is Shadows on the Ice, a.k.a. it's Wampa Time. <laughs> it is totally Wampa Time. So the Wampa, all right, okay, so this, this objective doesn't do anything but be a Hoth objective. So let's, I mean, it's, you can double focus it. Well, but, right, I mean, it's two resources. Yeah. The Wampa is, I guess, your headliner. So if you don't have a Hoth objective in play, he's meh, right? But as soon as you've got a Hoth objective out, he's amazing, because he only costs one. Right. And if you have two objectives out, he's free. Yes. Honestly, two damage uh, for three cost for th with three health isn't terrible anyways. It's not great, but it's not terrible. So yeah, one for that is just okay. 
if you just have one out, he's great. As long as you have yeah. any Hoth objective out, he is fantastic. So this guy is going to be amazing. And Succumb to the Cold is pretty good, too. Like, oh, yeah. your guy, you no, you just, he refreshes at the start of your turn? No, he doesn't. Yep. And again, you just have to have the one Hoth objective out to make that great. And then the Battle of Hoth is goofy, but it's a three-edge card, which is nice because... The rest of this objective set has no edge at all. <laughs> so I think this will be an extremely strong objective set whenever it is that I that it's possible to make the Hoth deck. Yes, once you hit that Hoth threshold that you can actually trigger all of these Hoth things, this will be an amazing set. Right now it's still a pretty good set. And I think the dark side is a little bit closer than that to it, I think, because... Like I was saying, with the light side, the, the the neutral objective set is just a bunch of cards that need you to have one Hoth objective. Plus, then the objective actually you know, has an ability that helps Hoth stuff. Whereas the Rebel ones don't... If you don't have the Rebel-specific stuff, it doesn't really matter. Whereas the dark side, the Sith stuff actually has something that cares about Hoth objectives too, and cares hugely about there being just any Hoth objective out. And then all the stuff in the neutral just cares hugely about there being one Hoth objective out. There doesn't it's not like the light side one where Wilderness Fighters really wants there to be a whole pile of Hoth objectives out. And Sub Zero Defenses really wants your opponent to be to be like, no 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 no. I have all Hoth objectives. Because really Sub Zero Defenses and Echo based defense really just say attack some other objective that actually does something other than defend itself. But once you have sub zero defenses out and everything is hot, then everything is defended. So yeah. that I think is further away from being awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Shadows on the Ice is once you just have a hot objective out, this is amazing. Yes, I would definitely say so. Although my edge battles are going to cry. But hey, the, at least the Wampa isn't edge-dependent. <laughs> well, oh, and, and and if you look at it, also the Wampas have no blast damage at all. So the only thing that you're going to be doing any kind of damage to objectives is if they're attacking alone. But then again, it's dark side, so you really want to defend, and that would be more uh, like attrition killing other people's units anyways. So. Killing other people's units is not to be dismissed. No. Just like those stormtroopers with the two or three... The, yeah, was it the elites, right? Tarkins are like, bang, I shoot yeah. you three times. Those yep. don't suck. Those don't suck. Nope. Because you're like, oh, I've got Luke, but when he only has three damage, so hey, look, a stormtrooper takes him out. Yeah. Hey, my stormtrooper killed Yoda. Woo! <laughs> bang! They can hit stuff in this game. Okay. I think that is all the time that we have today for the Desolation of Hoth, which is the first force pack and should be in your local retailer now unlike a study in static which i'm pretty sure is sells out from your local retailer the second they get it in <laughs> but they probably still have desolation of hoth in stock it may not be as much of a rush out and buy as every single netrunner pack is but but still i'm looking forward to see what else is coming in the the hot cycle because two expand two force packs from now you're going to have to have all of them yeah because i suspect yes. that there will be a some sort of ridiculous Hoth deck, Hoth, right. Hoth, very heavily Hoth-focused deck out there. Right, once you hit the Hoth critical mass. Yeah, and you've actually got a Hoth objective set for each 
of the factions for that side of the force. So now you can, you know, you'd have two Jedi hot things and two rebel hot things and a neutral hot thing. And then probably another neutral hot thing. And now I've got six hot objective sets. So I'm really starting to get to a, a good place with that, that hot stuff. Yep. But as like I said, that is, I think that is uh, enough for this for now. So thank you for listening to another episode of strange assembly. We've been, I don't have to tell you what we've been talking about, what you and I mean, we only talked about one thing for the love of Pete guys. You can find more from us by looking for strange assembly on iTunes or Facebook or Twitter or Google or anything, which will all then also tell you, you can go to strangeassembly.com to read some more, download some more. Let us know what you think. You can also let me know what you think by sending me an email to chris at strangeassembly.com. For Jay Earl and Mike Cook, I'm Chris Stevenson, and may the Force be with you, always. Red 2, standing by.